Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here's your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, I am so glad you guys decided to join us today. You know, in an uncertain world that we live in, and everything's changing, everything can be difficult, everything can be scary. It can be depressing, and we can feel like it's all out of control, but here's the truth. Nothing is out of the control of a sovereign and a holy God. And the great thing is, as we look and we see the world changing around us, and we have that tendency to want to fear— Remember, the God that you serve, if you in fact are in Christ Jesus, is the same today, tomorrow, and and yesterday. He is unchanging. And so we can be certain of the promises that God has made to us, that he's not going to wake up tomorrow. Well, he's not going to wake up at all, but he's not going to decide tomorrow that he wanted to change the game plan. God does not change. He does not learn. He is not surprised. And why would that be important for us? If God could learn, if God could change, he might someday say, I think I made a mistake with all these people. I don't want them anymore. That is not the God we serve. He is holy. He is righteous. He is love and he is wrath. He is all those things. And so today, If I could be any encouragement to you at all is to stay in your church if it is a good, healthy, well-balanced, Bible-believing church. Stay in the Word, which is so vital for every Christian. The minute that we stop going to our knees and out of our Word, we're going to feel ourselves slipping back into the fear of what's going to happen tomorrow, and we're going to feel isolated and alone. So I would encourage all of you to, as I said, find that path and grow closer to God because he said that he will grow closer to you as you grow closer to him. As you draw nearer to him, he draws nearer to you. He's he's always there. But I would also make sure that you're actually in Christ Jesus, that you haven't made some idle profession of faith that You said when you were a kid and you haven't cared for in the last 20 years, but you think you're okay because you said a few words once upon a time. The proof of your salvation is that you can never walk away for any great period of time, that he will not draw you back, chastise you as a child of his. And so today, to encourage us even further, I have two women from the mission that we are going to talk to today. I have Marissa, who works in the development department, and we're going to go through a little of what she does. And then we also have Eileen Trussell, who is actually the development director. And if I don't think of a good question, Eileen can always come up with one for us. So let's start with you, Marissa. Hello. How long have you been there? I've been there almost a year. All right. And uh, so what do you think about the mission? I love it. I love it just as much, if not more, than the day that I started. Or before I started, actually, in my interviews, I already loved it. Well, you know what? I got a secret to tell you. Okay, are you ready for this? 
Eileen and I love you more than the day you first mm -hmm. came to. That's crazy. Uh, I, I know that. it's hard to believe. Yeah. Who doesn't love you all the way, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, Mar Marissa, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do there. And is there been a change in how you do things? Yes. So um, I'm a development assistant, meaning that Eileen is over me and I help her with all the things that she's not able to get to because she's also like focusing on the big picture. So <laughs> I'm helping with the batch work as I was um, when I first started. And then I still do social media. So if any of you listeners see our Facebook posts or Instagram posts or even LinkedIn, I'm the one putting those out. And of course, with some teamwork from our team, like Micah, he helps me sometimes with the wording. So I do those two mainly. And then for the donors who <clears throat> get letters, I put together the receipt flyers. I'm putting together the monthly email newsletters. And I'm working on the website now for any updates that we need. And I upload this show to our podcast, which you can find on various platforms. And goodness, I do I do a lot now. You do do a lot. Uh, let me just ask you real quickly. Uh, you said that you do the batch work, and I'm sure people don't really understand what that is. What what is that? And we you don't need to great detail, but you know what is that basically? You do. You're right. I should explain. So. When the checks come in from our donors, we pick them up from our P.O. box and then we go through each and every one of them and we sort them and then we put them into our bank account and then we have to put all the data entry in. So like the check number, the amount, which donor it goes to and all of that, you have to pay really close attention to make sure that everything lines up correctly and then we send out the receipts to the donors who and then also we do credit card donations also now so um that was jed's job when he was here and he taught me how to do it so now i'm taking care of all the credit card and um, the electronic fund transfers as well all right so eileen you and marissa work pretty closely together we do so tell me what what would be a typical day I know that every day at the mission is radically different, but give us a kind of an insight about your interaction and your working with Marissa, if you could. Oh, she is such a delight. Um, truly, we're so grateful to have her. Uh, we're really family at, at the mission. Yeah. Uh, and I can't believe it's almost been a year, but to see how much Marissa has grown with taking on more responsibilities and just uh, developing her skills as she's learned about the Union Gospel Mission has been just a joy to watch her thrive. And uh, I just love seeing her, all of us, we have different gifts, talents, and abilities that mm -hmm. the Lord gives us. Amen. And uh, to see you know, what hers has been, and then just keep on piling her desk up with those responsibilities. No, yeah. no, I, I, it, it works really great. Marissa, do you ever feel overwhelmed? Sometimes I feel overwhelmed when it's really busy, like the holiday seasons. But other than that, I feel like I've got everything managed pretty well. Yeah, I always say, you know, put your seatbelt on because yep. uh, during the holidays is when people like to donate the most. Um, yeah, so that's right. just keep. Uh, our listeners in mind that, you know, uh, when the holidays drop off, you know, the spring, summer, 
uh, the we still take care of the homeless and and the poor out there every day of the year. So we would love That's your right. support. Um, but there's a lot that we still do, right, Marissa? That's right. And, and, That's uh, right. When we're not busy with all of the donations coming in, we're working on our other projects, like updating our website, for example. And I'm taking videos now and editing those together. That's so, been fun. Yeah, that has been a lot of fun. I've been working with one of our chaplains, Ralph King, who's been who has experience with video making as well. So it's been really fun to team up with him, uh, get our cameras rolling, and then editing them together, and then just seeing the final result. And so far, Eileen's been really happy with each one, and I haven't had to go back and edit any videos. And I'm really surprised, but I'm really, really happy about that. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> Marissa came to us, and she has a wellspring of, of talent and ability. She, uh, she has, you have your college degree, I yeah. believe, and uh, that's a bachelor's <laughs> degree, I think. So you, yep. you had to grind through to get all those things. But... That only tells a story about that you can learn. It doesn't really tell you what you have learned. But when Marissa came to us and Eileen and I had prayed uh, about her and decided that God was placing her at the mission, isn't that correct? Yes. And so we didn't realize all the extra talent she really has. She she could do the mechanical things. She can do the the uh, the computers, she can work on our website, she can do all those things. Those are great benefits, and we needed that. But in addition to that, you also, before we went on air, we one of the folks at the station here challenged her to sing a song because she has a beautiful voice. And I'm not going to ask her to sing right now, but spontaneously, in front of everybody with no accompaniment, she started to sing, and it was it was beautiful. Thank you. When she is accompanied, uh, she and Micah lead our worship on Friday mornings, and uh, I had them do it for the sermon that I gave, and they picked the songs, and they did just an awesome job as usual. And so there's a lot of other talents that she has. Don't you— uh, also lead worship at your church? I do. I lead, I'm lead. i leading for Good Friday service, helping lead, and then I'm leading my first Easter service this Sunday. Hmm. And so did you have any idea when she came to us that she had these kind no, of talents? No, but we knew. We knew that we saw the potential, mm. uh, but we did not have any idea. And so uh, and she works quickly, and she loves talking to our donors on the phone and corresponding with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, all you know, I just want to say the reason why we do all these activities is to mention that we don't take government money. That's right. That we are fully supported by just our regular donors out there. And it's a beautiful thing to see. I think 15% are major donors. The rest are just people like you and me who give so beautifully. And what we want to accomplish is to let our donors and the community know about what we do. Uh, There's so much to share about what God is doing at the mission. The testimonies keep coming in from the men who graduate our New Life program to how we help the homeless. Every night of the year we serve dinner, 
We share the gospel message with church groups that come in. There is so much activity going on because that mission never stops 24 7. That's right. 365 days a year. There's a lot to share, all for the glory of God, right? For the purpose of his gospel. Amen. Amen. And we have seen the changes uh, that have come to the mission and in society in general with an increase in homeless women, an increase in women that are addicted. We're uh, working on a pilot program right now so that within a year or two, we are we are praying that we can get open a, a place where women with addiction can come and get the same kind of training and prayer and love and consideration that our guys get right now. And we've got Eileen, who is spearheading that, and we have Delina, who's uh, coming alongside. And so, yeah. And to say that... Um I would like to plug this Friday's class. Go right in. So in case you know you haven't heard out there that our, we have a woman's ministry already uh, that is just a blessing because we don't have beds for women. We have beds for men to That's sleep right. in every night. That's right. 60 beds for, for the homeless men. And then we have a men's new life program that's 10 months. Up to 24 men live there four additional beds in another house where men can stay after they graduate to move on uh, and build up their life while they uh, can still be with us. But this woman's ministry that we do is called the Woman's Clothes Closet. It's open on Tuesday and Thursdays. So women from all walks of life, they don't have to be homeless. They can come and shop for free every other yeah, week. Amen. And the first half hour is the Bible study. And then we have women volunteers that are just so loving and kind and gracious and and want to pray with these ladies and start building relationships to help them when they keep coming along. So the plug is our our Friday's class that we just started. Mm-hmm. It's called our Woman's New Life class. Mm-hmm. It's from one to three uh, one to two thirty on Fridays, every Friday. So if you know women who are struggling out there and they want to just come, it's free, it's a low-key, very gracious opportunity for growing in the faith, and if they have any struggles with addiction, you know, they can come and, and join our class. And, you know, we're not ready for a lot of things, but I guess if somebody had a nice house they wanted to donate, we'd probably take it <laughs> and set it aside for the women's yeah. uh, program because we're serious about this. It's it's complicated, and they've tried it before I got there, and it didn't work out, but we have, I think, the right people in place right now to make that happen. But I want to get back to Marissa a little bit. And I, I don't know, Marissa, if you really know this or not, but, well, I know that you knew you were shy because you said that when we were first interviewing Yes. You. I don't and, see it anymore. Well, the the <laughs> funny thing is she said, well, uh, I, I'm shy. I said, yeah, I know. And she asked me, she said, how, do you, how did you know? I said, because you look down a lot when I'm I'm speaking. She said, oh, I, I'm sorry. I said, no, no. <laughs> Being shy is not a crime. (laughs) 
some of the interviewees that we had were very articulate. They were not shy at all. But God continued to direct us towards you. Eileen and I had many discussions about the fact that, you know, this person has all these qualifications and everything, but one after another, we came back to you. And so do I believe God brought you there? Absolutely, I, Same. Be, I do. Yeah. And I, I appreciate what she said, and I know that you know this to be true. We really do become family. Yes. And so it's been... So far, it's been great, and watching the growth and the coming out of the shell, and you know, you're not too shy anymore. Nope, not anymore. I'm so comfortable at the mission now. Everybody feels like family. We are family. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. We're gonna be brothers and sisters in Christ for eternity. Mm -hmm. It's a pleasure to get to work with such wonderful Christian people. It's the first time I've worked at a Christian ministry, and it's just a night and day difference. So I just feel so comfortable and at home at the mission. And we didn't really realize, uh, A, it is a praise to God. I'm sure that she's probably told you as well, but I think what was so fascinating, too, is that when we came and said, hey, we would really like you to join us, right? That was actually right at the end of your job that yes. you already had, right? You it want to was, tell them a little bit? Yeah, so I was working at a different company, and I interviewed while I was still working there, but I gave them my two weeks' notice. However, the person I was training for my position was going to Europe for, I think it was two weeks. So I ended up saying, okay, I can work two extra weeks. And it was the first day that I was without work that I got the call from Eileen. And I just had this supernatural piece from God that things were going to be okay. Um, I wasn't freaking out, but other people around me were. And it was just amazing. Just God, like, you have my back. You always do. You're so faithful. And I was praying for this job like I've never prayed before. Well, Mm -hmm. for a job. And God showed me his faithfulness. And I remember that every time I start to get anxious, I'm like, no, I know God has my back. And he's shown it to me so many times. And actually now, since that happened, because that was a huge faith builder for me, I've been keeping track of the moments where God's shown me his faithfulness. So it's been it's been really amazing knowing that A, prayer works, and B, that God knows what he's doing. Let me ask <laughs> you a quick question in that vein. If tomorrow everything were taken away from you, would you still walk with God? I would, because I know that everything works out for our good, and we don't need anything. I've been blessed with so much. I have a place to live. I have a wonderful, loving husband. I have four cats and three bearded Mm -hmm. dragons I've been blessed with. I I have A bearded dragon is a lizard, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's not a real dragon with a beard. (laughs) Sorry about that. So, um, yeah, I have a bunch of pets. Like, I have a wonderful, supportive family in a healthy, amazing church. So if everything was stripped away, and I hope, I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) But I would know that God is still sovereign, and somehow this is for my good, even if it doesn't look like that or see like that. I, I don't have eternal wisdom like he does. So I just have to trust that he knows that this is the best thing for me. And And I'm with you on that. My prayer all the time is, you know, I, I listen and I, I have read the stories many times of Daniel in the lion's den or mm-hmm. David 
before the giant. And I think one of the things when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were before the fiery furnace, I love what he said. The king asked, is your God big enough, powerful enough, I'm paraphrasing, to deliver you from this furnace? And the answer was yes. Our God is certainly big enough to deliver us from this furnace, but even if he does not, we will not bow down to you, O king. And that's the same kind of cry that Daniel had, that we serve God first and let Him let the consequences fall on him. So in other words, we leave that to God. We accept those consequences or the benefits. And so in all things, we need to give glory to God, right? That's a, a sola dea gloria, right? Amen. To God be the glory. Yep. And so uh, he has richly blessed us, but salvation is the greatest of all the blessings. Amen. And it's free. And it's free. We have about three minutes. Is there anything that you would like to, uh, either one of you would like to say before we, and I want to hold you over for another show, okay? Appreciate that. I just want to say thank you so much to our donors who support us. Um, For all of our listeners to the show, thank you. And it really means a lot, especially just seeing everybody coming and bringing donations. We recently just had uh, an instance where we didn't have any blankets to give out. And only three days later, the blanket was bin was filled, overfilled. So you guys are amazing. However, so, from what I just heard, we need more. <laughs> we need more. Yeah, don't stop, please. <laughs> well, don't forget that this time of year, we're usually uh, putting on sunscreen. Right. Not yeah. having blankets uh, in need. So we're down to two minutes. Eileen, is there anything that you'd particularly like to say to our friends out there? Well, I I agree with Marissa that considering that we're working in the development department and it is all about, you know, making sure funds keep coming in. Uh, I have been blessed to be there for about 12 years and to see the generosity of people's hearts. Uh, it's been a blessing for me. And uh, and. We just love it when people uh, respond to, you know, uh, our prayer requests, our, our needs, um, and just participating with us in, in prayer and in service at the mission. Uh, you know, we're a local mission. Uh, you know, if you think of missionaries going throughout the world and, and uh, sharing the gospel message, you're looking at one right here downtown Sacramento. Amen. For 60 years. For 60 years, that's right. And again, we're down to one minute. And so I wanted to take the opportunity to tell you guys out there that Eileen has worked the development department into something it had not been before. Marissa has come alongside and and she has built that little side up as she's working with Eileen. And let's not forget Micah. Micah out there. Oh, yeah. He's been on the show. He'll be on the show again. He started off just part-time with us and temporary. We, we didn't know if he was going to, we wanted him to stay or not because we didn't know him. How do you feel about that now? <laughs> oh, we have a wonderful team. I'm so grateful. Um, they have a heart for the Lord first and foremost, and then they just want to serve him first. And, and then mm. they have this desire to learn and grow and take on and accomplish and and it's just exciting to work together as this uh, wonderful team. 
And so, as always, my dear friends, we're going to have them on next week. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.